Welcome to the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. Hello, hello. Okay, okay, there we go. How are you? Hello. Good, good. I am all right, thank you. Um, thank you for being on the podcast today. It's oh, okay. you're very welcome. Sorry, I was a little okay. bit late. Um, just for a little bit of context for the listeners, um, Heather and I know each other through um, an online community um, that's sort of constructed of strength and conditioning coaches, personal trainers, fitness coaches who have the same desire to not only become um, better practitioners, but to also make the fitness industry better. Would you agree with that, Heather? Oh, yes, indeed, yes. Um, to make it much so I know a little bit about your, your story and sort of the waves that you're making in life. Um, but I was just wondering if you could possibly give the listeners a little bit of an insight into sort of who you are, uh, what waves you are making in life, and all that kind of jazz. Okay, so yeah, I'm, I'm Heather. I mainly, sorry, I've got a cat playing background. I mainly run, um, and my um, strength and conditioning is mainly with um, people that do lots of running and what have you. Um, and I started running again, oh, it was 2014. I promised uh, myself back in 1997 when I was um, first mum and my daughter was in PICU that I'd run the London Marathon. Um, but she didn't make it and, and I had four more children. So it was a long time before I actually got into running again. I never got into the, um, the marathon, but I got injured um, training and trying. So along my route... I've become a personal trainer and a strength and conditioning coach, knowing that the importance to do lots of different things other than just running. So it's, it's mobility, the strength work, um, what you eat as well, um, being quite obese in the past, um, losing lots of weight. I probably wasn't having enough protein in my diet and getting injured and what have you. So I've come a long, a long way from when I first started in 2014 running all these miles but not doing anything else whereas now it's more a balanced approach so I, I do still run lots and lots of miles but I also do um body weights and also starting starting to add in weights into my um into my everyday life as well as the mobility and I've actually started a program now for other runners to help other runners so that they don't get injured and it's coming on really well and what really really helps me and what really makes me smile is when other people telling me that just by adding in simple things like a good um, warm-up and thinking about their posture uh, how much their running performance has um, improved just by very little things like that so I'm just hoping that in the future if that that helps them but you know if they really think about their form and think about um, getting themselves stronger as well What's the name of your, your program? Uh, I call it Running Ready. It's an eight-week um, 
foundation program for everyone and that people did debate this when they when i first said it was um for everybody they said oh you should do things individually for people but it's just it's the foundation so it's getting people into good habits to start their to get mobility to warm up cool down sessions and then if people did want um a personalized program that can be done after they've done the eight weeks and they've seen that so it's almost like so, an introduction yeah. to um the good stuff yes. that's right yes it's like introduction so they can see that they like me and i can see if they're committed as well just as a it, bit of a plug where there. can people find running ready um I've got a community group on Facebook with a five-day challenge. So that should be that'll be quite easy to find within a group. It's public. And then um I've got the private group for the eight-week, the eight-week program. So I would uh I'd maybe recommend any listeners who are keen to get into running to go check out Heather's uh running ready community group on Facebook. Um the next question I'm going to ask Heather is quite an easy question for me to ask, but over the course of the podcasts has become quite a complicated question to answer. Yes. Putting you under oh, a little dear. bit of pressure now. <laughs> um, so the question is simply, what does happiness mean to you? Oh, okay, yeah, it's, it's waking up in the morning and wanting to get out of bed. Um, and that basically is happy, isn't it? Uh, it's, it's a lot in there because you can be happy in one way, but you can be really sad in another way. So you can be happy with, with um, your family, but you could be sad with your work. Or vice versa, you could be really happy with how things are going at work, um, but you could be happy within your home environment. I mean, sad within your home environment. So being truly happy is, is being happy with absolutely everything. But sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes you have to work around that. So sometimes something might not be right in one area of your life. So then you can um, be happy in a different area, such as I've got my love with my running, I suppose, and, uh, and my children. So, and seeing they and seeing other people happy makes me happy. So, yeah, and love as well. Feeling that makes you happy, makes you all warm inside. So obviously, <laughs> people talk about um, the pursuit of happiness and happiness being a journey towards something. So, based on what you've just said there, then is happiness a singular journey? Or a series of journeys. So obviously you mentioned you Ooh. mentioned there that, that happiness is quite a multi-dimensional thing. It's not just one particular element. There's lots of different things. So is would it would it would it be fair to say then that the pursuit is life, and then that pursuit of life is made up of a series of smaller happiness journeys. I expect, yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah, because there's lots of different things that can combine it and make it even greater. Or we can just have a little bit of happiness in one area. 
Yeah. It is very interesting. It's yes. very interesting, um, isn't it? So do you think happiness is just something that, that happens in the future or do you think there are different strands to happiness in terms of uh, future happiness, reflective happiness, as in remembering a happy time? Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it bizarre that when you think back on things, you think how happy you actually you were, and you probably wasn't, but you just remember good times, and you can reflect on memories of childhood or or twenty years ago, or even just ten years ago, and you can and have those happy memories of um, happy times, whether it's friends, family, holidays. <laughs> so you have you have got the past happiness is definitely in there. Um, and then the current, how how things are currently, and looking forward to the future and dreaming. And I suppose everybody dreams, don't they? Is there anything in particular for you that evokes a reflective happiness? So, for example, for me, um, it's the smell of lavender. Because when I was oh. when I was growing up, I'm very close to my maternal grandparents, and when I used to go to theirs during the summer holidays at school um, they always used to have a great big massive lavender bush in the front garden just before you get to the front door so every time I now smell lavender it reminds me of the good times that I had at me, my, my maternal grandparents house so is there anything that, that, that for you invokes a similar response of like a particular song or nature um i love nature and that's very similar reason because we used to have um summer holidays down in north devon and the valley of the rocks in linton north devon and and all the lovely walks and again that was staying with with grandparents and what have you and i just love nature and any nature you know streams trees the sea mountains but it's always nice, um, just that bit of peace and quiet and, and just dreaming. But yeah, nature, I do adore the nature. And it just brings back family walks that we used to have in the past as well. And things like that, that lot, lots of people have departed now and just remembering those people as well and, and the times that we had as family when we were younger. So you mentioned earlier about seeing other people happy as well. Um. So, yes, yeah. is there an argument that happiness isn't just about you? It's about the support network around you. Yes, um, I do think people socially helping each other always makes better success, anyway. Um, being kind and courteous to each other doesn't hurt anyone and it does actually help um, put a smile on people's faces and if you could just make somebody happy it it makes me happy too so helping others in just little ways or giving them a little bit of guidance or if they get success it's my success as well and it always pays off so I've always found out in my life anyway I've only had a couple of people that have been really um, mean 
to me but i've forgiven them because they, they've had good reason because my oldest son um was really hard work so when he was at school i'd have parents at me left right and center during his very very youthful years but usually in life walking around nobody would ever um, be mean to me even as running I, I when I'm running in the street people say so and so they get abused by this that and the other but no one's ever verbally abused me I've always given way to people smarter people said good morning to people and it usually comes back at me as well so other people say good morning other people will smile and if they don't they're probably just having a bad day Sometimes I'll, I'll mutter under my, my breath, you know, miserable doodah, but then I tell myself off, they're probably having a bad day. <laughs> but no one's ever actually been abusive towards me in any any way. And But you hear these stories about how these things happen, and I often wonder, you know, it's never happened to me. I've never been, um, other than when my child was at school, <laughs> uh, verbally abused in a, in a serious way by anybody. No one's really attacked me. I've always had good friends around me I've always had people that has helped me as well as I've helped them so yeah I do believe that helping others looking after each other is definitely the way to go there's a couple of things that I've taken from that one thing that popped into my mind is one of my so my background is sprinting I've been involved in sprinting since 1996 and one of my heroes sprinting heroes is Jesse Owens and um oh yeah <laughs> one of the one of his i know it's not he he didn't make it up but it's something that he used to say quite a lot is it takes it takes fewer muscles to smile than it does to frown so therefore smiling is easier than frowning yeah it is isn't it and it's more so, natural <laughs> it does yes and it makes you feel um, better too you were saying there about um kind of being happy towards other people and they feed off that is there an element that happiness is a gift so not only are you trying to pursue your own personal happiness but is happiness a gift that you can pay forwards do you think i don't know so obviously what do you mean by that um when we talk about happiness it's all about the happiness that we are trying to achieve as individuals but do you think that you know we're always trying to look look somewhere for happiness? Is happiness something that we can give to other people who are looking for happiness as well? So almost smiling at people, saying hello to people, is that an you know could that be classed as you giving them happiness as well? Yeah, it's a difficult one. Yeah. You it's like I say, just that showing that bit of kindness or giving out that time of your day to make sure someone's okay. I mean, now it's difficult at the moment with the um, pandemic. We can't actually go and knock on people's doors and go inside and, and see how people are. But we can message people. And we can see how people are doing if they need um, help with anything, like like an elderly person, if they, they need their gutters um checking so that they don't go climbing up there themselves and end up falling off their stepladders and little things like that. Uh, so, yes, it is. I think it could be something you could give to somebody, but it will also help you as well. Do you think yeah. happiness is contagious? It, I do, actually, yeah. 
when someone's smiling and laughing, you sometimes you can't help it help doing similar yourself. It's like when you watch a comedy film if it's a really happy one. one yeah, I suppose one it thing, is. <laughs> one Never thing that always comes to my that. mind is um uh my maternal grandmother and I are as thick as thieves. We're always kind of feeding off each other. And um there's been times when you know, when I've gone to visit her before the pandemic and one of us has started laughing. So the other one starts laughing. But because the other one started laughing, the first person <laughs> started laughing more and it's kind of like a, a bit like a tennis like a tennis match of, of oh, laughter. Yeah, um, <laughs> next question. So imagine the okay. Someone signed up to running ready. You've got a new a new runner, and you obviously you go through the the initial conversations with them, and you ask them, you know, why why running, and they their answer is happiness. They want to be happy through running. What advice do you give them then? Oh, okay. So happiness through running. Um, well, I can help. Um, apparently running helps de-stress, which can help towards happiness. Um, yeah, so I'd ask them where they like to be in the environment. So, for instance... I, I like the countryside, although sometimes it's just easier to, to to pound the pavements or go to the local park, but it's a bit too busy these days, so then I, I don't go to the local park so much. Um, yeah, it's a, that's a difficult one. But then in social, the the social side of the the group is really nice because people are helping each other in the in within the group to get within their goals to do the daily mobility and to do the weekly the two weekly strength sessions via zoom and they even though they're not actually on the park together doing the sessions or or where it would be ideally in a group setting they're doing it in their own homes but they've still got that um they've still got the i've forgotten the word now but they've still got the social aspect of it as well as um having to do it in their mind, they wanting to do it, they wanting to keep up with their peers and that friendly rivalry and friendly togetherness and doing it together and and succeeding and growing as well as going out there and doing the different runs, whether that they've they've learned to do a tempo or an interval or fartlek or what have you, if they want to go and do those different runs as well. And it will bring in with it with being less injured would be a happier runner because it's the, the main thing about the program is reducing the risk of injury it doesn't um guarantee that it won't be injured because if you do miles and miles and miles and miles and miles and don't need enough food to fuel your body you probably will get injured but it reduces the risk of injury by preventing that as much as possible which will make you One more happy thing than that, that, that came to me obviously for the podcast i've been sort of making notes and stuff and one thing that that came out uh, of what you said is almost having a sense of community. Yes, 
Um, is that something that's that's important? It's important to you as mm -hmm. a as a as a coach, obviously. But is that something that's important to you as a person as well? Having having a community of people around you that you know, no matter what, through thick and through thin, are there. A community, yeah, it is really, I do feel it's really important and especially in times where something happens that you just can't control, just to have someone to talk to really helps. And mm. um, within, and I do really believe that, I mean, I've been through certain things in the past and I've just had to have someone to talk to and let, let everything out on, but having a community that will come and help you or, or there to support you really is important so you you mentioned there sort of almost having the ability to get rid of negative stuff do you think that um happiness is just something that stands by itself or do you think that in order to fully appreciate happiness you need to have almost had a negative experience somewhere don't need to no you can just be happy i suppose nice things happening lots of love around you like i say nice community uh but when things do um when there are um negative things that happen in life obviously it's going to knock you for six and then when things get better you will appreciate things a lot more. So that really does make a lot of an impact. So last little bit, what does, obviously I know we're in the, in the midst of a pandemic, so strange things are happening, but what, what do the coming weeks hold for you in terms of you personally as a coach and all that kind of jazz? Yeah. Okay, so for the next few weeks, I've and what I'm trying to do is trying to sort my um admin side things out, which I find quite difficult. So I'm in a, a community on online at the moment with some um other um coaches that are helping me out again. So it's community again, isn't it? Um, that's that's helping as well, but um, as and I'm halfway through this particular program. So I'm just looking forward to seeing the current athletes on there, how they're going to um, progress. And then I'm hoping to, there's a couple, There's one on there that was injured last year quite consistently, um, managed to get him to start to do some strength work. And he's desperate to get a sub 18 on a 5K, <laughs> bless him. And he's really, he, he, he's, he hurt his hamstring last year and then he kept going out and doing beat tests for his workforce and then hurting his hamstring again or or then going out and doing something for his club and then doing a hill session and hurting his hamstring again. So he's actually been well behaved and and just done his strength work for quite a while. But I'm just eager to see how he's going to progress because he's really stuck to the programme during these first four weeks and also in the five day challenge prior to that. And I'm just going. I'm just looking forward to seeing how he progresses and see if he does get to his sub 18 that he wants before he starts his marathon training. So I don't know. It's just 
seeing how your own athletes are, they're like your, I don't know, it, it, you want to see them succeed and it's and it makes a big smile on your face. So, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I'm smiling see? now thinking about it. See, happiness. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, Heather. It's been, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank uh -huh. you for having me. Thank you very much. So you are episode number 17 of okay. the series. Uh, what I'll do is I'll send you the link for where the, the podcasts will be. So you'll be able to listen back to your podcast and uh, listen to the other podcastees and see what they say. All right. Well, Heather, no, thank you very thank much. You. Speak to you thank soon. Thank you very much, Adam. Take good care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. Come back next time for more conversation about happiness.